When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I don't think he's going to play on Sunday, guys. I think you're going to have a new look offensive line there. I'd be a little surprised if Dwayne played two straight days without practice. So I think they're still holding out some hope, but my gut tells me that uh, probably not. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. That was Rich Samini. Gentlemen, what show was that? What show was he on? There you go. Larry and Gordon. Dwayne Brown not expected to play based on Rich Samini's opinion. Um, Going to be an interesting one. Uh, before we get to uh, tomorrow's slate of games, let's go to Ira calling in from Staten Island. He wants to talk about his Jets. How worried are you? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10, 10 being the most concerned, Ira, where are you? What do you mean as a Jet, as a team overall? I'm not concerned mm-hmm. at all because – I I looked I, w- I walked into camp and I walked out of camp with the same concerns, the two tackles and no legitimate backup quarterback, mm-hmm. and I'm still on the fence with the head coach and none of my questions were answered, and right now, the backup quarterback's an issue because Zach Wilson's not the answer. My two tackles are a problem, and we still didn't find out about the head coach, so I'm really not concerned. So right now, I, what do they call it? Apathy is setting. I guess that's about the right way to say it. But with that said, I'm looking forward to tomorrow's game. We'll talk more tomorrow, hopefully. But, you know, you said something about Zach Wilson and what the Jets should have done. I just find it I, – I don't know what their thinking was. When they invested in a win-now team and a $100 million quarterback, and they didn't have an alternative plan if something went wrong, if he got hurt. Because now this is the bed they made. And there's no getting out of it. And my prediction is I don't know who that quarterback will be, but if something goes wrong tomorrow, there'll be a new starting quarterback for the Jets when they head to Denver. I I don't – I mean, Ira, I I don't know. I mean, you know, Mike (laughs) – lock that in. You know, Mike Mike said, well, you know, a lot of times a team will say one thing and then, of course, they'll change their opinion. Yeah, and but, and but, he's not he's not the first he's not the first guest that we've had on the show to say that, right? Like, well, teams you know, another thing is like, you know, is this is this coach speak? Is this what Robert Sala and the Jets have to say to make sure that um you know that uh Zach Wilson is in the right frame of mind, right? And and the team will follow his lead. You know, th- there's a lot well, in play they- there's a lot in play here, Ira, right? You're right, and, and they could very easily lose the locker room. I mean, I, I understand there's a lot of things that we don't have time to talk about on the radio, but at, at the end of the day here is that if he bombs out tomorrow, there's not going to be a new quarterback for next Monday to start against the Chiefs. They're not going to have time to prepare. So you've got to give it at least two weeks for the Denver game. And I don't even know if there's anybody available, if they could pull off a trade, whatever they could do. But if, if it doesn't work well for Wilson, how, how, are these play, how are they going to keep the locker room? There's going to be a revolt in there if things don't work out right for Wilson. 
Here, here's the thing. And Ira, thank you so much for the call. Really do appreciate it. Always great to hear you. And please, by all means, please call in tomorrow for New York Game Day when we have uh, Amani Toomer and Mike Tannenbaum on. So, <clears throat> as we know, Jets getting ready to take on the Patriots. Again, I'm not, I'm not picking a side here. I'm not picking I, because anything can happen here, right? There's a Patriots team. They're owing. This is what I do know. Patriots are owing three. Or they're owing two. They don't want to be 0-3. What happens when a team is 0-3? We heard it from Mike Reese. Probability trends don't lie. You start the season 0-3, um, slim to none, buddy, that you're going to the postseason. Okay? So write that ticket off right there. Okay? Um, Bill Belichick is, again, hearing from Mike Reese, hates the Jets. This is this is uh, every two times a year – that the Patriots take the take on the Jets, it's it's a special mark on the calendar for Bill Belichick. Very uber successful against young quarterbacks who are not very savvy, hence Zach Wilson. So all the stars really align properly for this Patriots team to win tomorrow, but I think weather conditions are, are going to play a role. Um, I, I'm a big believer in this Jets defense. Patriots defense is solid as well. I think the play here is the under. I'm not playing a side here. I just I don't have a lot of conviction in regard to who wins and, and who loses. Uh, but I will tell you what, this Jets team with Zach Wilson, they're not going to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I think that they're going to have a difficult time in Denver going up against the Broncos. <clears throat> I, they very well could win. I'm just not, I'm not sold on it. And then I don't have them beating the Eagles. And what did I say? Granted, this was with Aaron Rodgers. So I know a number of, of, giant, of Jets fans are going to roll their eyes. But what did I say? If this team could just get past the first six weeks of the season, three and three. Well, if they beat the Patriots, and by chance they beat the Broncos, but lose to the Chiefs and the Eagles, they will be three and three at the end of the six weeks. And then, and then, and then what? And then you get your bye, right? If I remember correctly, right, the Jets have the seven-week bye. And then that could be a time where they start grooming whatever, whether it's Kirk Cousins, whatever, whatever quarterback. Keep, it, keep in mind, and, and, I, and I said this with Mike, and I'll repeat it, I truly believe the backup quarterback is the most important position, I, I take that back, is the most underrated. I misspoke. I think the quarterback position is the most underrated position in all of professional sport. Why? Well, you know how many backup quarterbacks are starting this week? Let's look at the slate right now. Okay? Hold on. And I want to call up. I want to look at the lines as well. So a, a few things. Like, just let's have some fun here. All right? Uh, and, and I just let, – let's look big picture in regard to the slate of games. Uh, Buffalo's taking on Washington. Weather's going to be a factor because this Ophelia storm that's coming in. Washington, Baltimore, and New York are all going to be affected by this weather. Whether it's 20 to 40 mile per hour winds, rain, it's going to be ugly. It's going to be miserable. It's definitely going to affect. The the over-unders have come down by like two points in all three of these games. So the odds makers in Vegas are feeling that it's going to be a factor. Trust me, it's going to be a factor. Um, I had Mina Kimes on Daily Wager with me this week. She's really big on Sam Howell. He has looked good. Um, <clears throat> so you've got Washington hosting Buffalo. You've got Denver and Miami. I'm not saying Denver wins, but they're getting six and a half. 
I like Denver getting the points here, and I think Denver could be used as a two-team six-point teaser and teasing them up to plus plus 12.5. Miami very well is going to be without Waddle. If you have Waddle on your fantasy team, keep an eye on that tomorrow morning. He's dealing with a concussion. If he hasn't been already been ruled out already, I have not had a chance to look at the player news yet. Okay? Atlanta. I'm sorry, Joe, what would you say? He hasn't been ruled out yet. He has not been ruled out yet. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Atlanta going up against Detroit. This is indoors. Fast track. Watch out. That very well could be a very entertaining game. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is dealing with a toe. Again, for all you fantasy football freaks out there like me. Got to keep an eye on that. Uh, Patriots-Jets, we've been talking about it for quite a while. Again, weather conditions, conservative offensive play, two stellar defenses. I like the under here. The Texans taking on the Jags. Um, no, no, no fight, no dog in this fight for me. Um, I, I think the Jags are still developing. Here we go. The Colts going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Gardner Minshew starting for the Colts. Anthony Richardson's got a, a, a concussion. Um, this line didn't, didn't change very much. Why? Backup quarterback, Gardner Minshew coming in, knows Steichen, knows this offense, played with Steichen in Philadelphia. Very important. Now, do I think the Colts win? No, even though the Ravens are dealing with a slew of injuries, what's new? It's each and every year that happens with them. But this line didn't change that much, going from Anthony Richardson to Minshew. Colts are getting eight. I like them getting eight. Again, I think another play for a two-team six-point teaser. Chargers going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Why is this game relevant? Again, Minnesota loses. I don't have them losing, by the way. I've got Minnesota winning. I've got Minnesota beating the Chargers. I think Staley and that defense is just god-awful. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a monster day tomorrow. Again, for you fantasy football freaks out there, if you've got, if you've got Kirk Cousins, play him. If you're playing DFS, play him. Minnesota lane one at home. I think this is going to be a barn burner. I think the play here is over 54 points. But nonetheless, if the Minnesota Vikings lose and the Vikings are 0-3, I think the conversation of Kirk Cousins coming to New York this season to help this Jets team get to the postseason – I think becomes more relevant. And I think the Jets owe everybody on that roster the service, not the disservice, but the service to at least inquire. Tap your toe in the water there in the lakes near Minnesota. Tennessee going up against the Cleveland Browns. Tennessee getting three and a half. I love Tennessee here. I like Tennessee on the money line at plus 142. I think they win outright. The Saints going up against the Green Bay Packers. No dog in this fight. Carolina going up against Seattle. Oh, guess what? Bryce Young is out. What does that mean? Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, in for the Carolina Panthers. Guess what? This line didn't move very much. It went from five to five and a half. Seattle favorite at home. Why? Backup quarterback. Odds makers in Vegas feel like "Hmm, nothing changes. And you could argue that Andy Dalton and Gardner Minshew are the two best backup quarterbacks in the NFL. One could argue. Okay, see where I'm going here? Dallas, a beatdown in Arizona. I'll lay the 12 and a half, and I'm not, I'm not someone who likes to lie, lay double-digit points, but I will. Dallas is going to kill Arizona. Kansas City going up against the Chicago Bears. Boy, Justin Fields needs to get out of Dodge. Ridiculous. Throws his coaches under the bus this week. I'm staying away from that game. Uh, Pittsburgh going up against the Raiders. I do like Pittsburgh here. They're getting points. Again, another spot that you could use the Steelers as a two-point, two-team, six-point teaser, tease them up to plus eight and a half. Monday night, we got a doubleheader. Way to go, ESPN. I just wish, here's the thing, I wish they weren't just an hour apart. 
like start the first Monday night game at like six thirty, seven o'clock, and then start the other one at like eight thirty nine, something like that. Um, one starts at seven fifteen, the other one starts at eight fifteen. Eagles in Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, I think one of the biggest surprises this year, at least for me, in the NFL. The Eagles could have lost to the Patriots, could have lost to Minnesota. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. They're 2-0, and but smoke mirrors? Possibly. I like Tampa Bay at home getting the five again. Another spot, two-team, six-point teaser, tease them up to plus 11. Why not? And last but not least, the Rams going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. Guess what? The Bengals? <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Joe Burrow dealing with the calf. We've been waiting all week long to see if he's going to be placed <laughs> on IR and not be available for six weeks. His wide receiver, Jamar Chase, wants him off the field to heal 100% to try to come back. But Browning? Who the hell is Browning? This line was seven and a half. It jumped all the way down to three. If Joe Burrow is announced that he is not going to play, this this I wouldn't be surprised if this line swings and now the Rams are going to be favored on the road. Right now the Rams are getting three. If you like the Rams, and I do, I like the Rams getting three. I like the Rams on the money line. I think they win outright. I like them at plus 136. If you jump on this right now because God, God forbid we go into tomorrow and it's announced that Joe Burrow is going to be inactive, I'm telling you this line's going to drop all the way to one, maybe, maybe even the Rams being favored. Why? Backup quarterback. Not there. Browning? Who the hell is Browning? Right? Again, Cincinnati Bengals, a team built this year to win a Super Bowl. And and they're not going to do it in the next few years. You know why? They just made Joe Burrow one of the highest paid, if not the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. You're not winning a Super Bowl like that. It's not how you do it. Right? This was the year for Cincinnati. So why are you rolling with Browning? doesn't make sense to me. If you are a team in the NFL that is that close, that you feel you've got the parts, you've got the components, to, to make it to the postseason, represent your conference, possibly play in a Super Bowl, you, you, the backup quarterback needs to be one of the most important positions to make sure that if your quarterback goes down, and we know each and every year they drop like flies, you got a guy who could come in and at least sustain for a few games to keep your team relevant. Jets don't have it. Jets don't have it. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. 
ESPN. Go to Ryan. Ryan, welcome in. Good afternoon. Hey, hey, good afternoon. I'm calling in from Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Oh, wow. Okay. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've been here for a year and a half, and I'm excited for the first game of the season where I can actually watch at a reasonable hour. It'll be about 7 o'clock my time. Okay. All right, but I want to talk about it. Now, I, I, heard, I heard Ira say a couple calls ago that he was losing faith in Salah, and I, and I just think it's way too soon to be putting him on the hot seat this season. And I think there's a, it, it's a, too hard to not underestimate the importance of the culture rebuild that him and Joe Douglas have been working on. I think they got the right people in the locker room right now. Time will tell how they handle the adversity with Rodgers going out. But they're getting tested. And I, I really trust what he's been doing in the back end. You see a little bit of it on hard knocks. I know it's a small sample size for us. But I really feel confident with the people that he's got in the room, with the energy, with the attitude. And I think they're going to pull through. Here, here's the thing, Ryan, and thank you for the phone call. Thank you for listening in Amsterdam. That's, that's awesome. Um, and if you watched Hard Knocks, here's what the difference is. Aaron Rodgers was quarterback coach. Was he not? Like, and, 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 and again, I know a small sample size. Again, there was only so many episodes that we saw, and, and everything's edited. And from what I understand, the Jets had the, uh, you know, they, they, they viewed the episodes before they were released. So they wanted to make sure their image, and, and, and I would want to do the same thing. I'm not calling anybody out. I would want to do the same thing. But, <clears throat> you know, you got to feel like, you know, number one, Aaron Rodgers is God to everybody there, right? Uh, number two, the, 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 the necessity to coach wasn't necessarily imperative with Salah as well as Nathaniel Hackett. Let's talk about that for a minute. There's a whole other ball game here because Aaron Rodgers was your star-studded Hall of Fame quarterback slash assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator under center. And and all Nathaniel Hackett, like, you know, it's it's it really – Yes, it was Nathaniel Hackett and Aaron Rodgers' offense, but Aaron was an extension of Nathaniel Hackett, so a coach on the field. Now Nathaniel Hackett really has to coach, and he doesn't have that great of a track record outside of, of Aaron Rodgers because of you know their, their connection and friendship, and we heard Aaron say time and time again how much he loves Nathaniel Hackett. But this is a different, you know, Nathaniel Hackett didn't sign up for this. Nathaniel Hackett did not sign up to have to come in and coach Zach Wilson and call plays for Zach Wilson in an offense that is more than likely Zach Wilson cannot thrive in. So there's that. And now on top of that, you know, again, if you watch Hard Knocks, you know, even everybody on the defensive side in love with Aaron Rodgers. Boy, we've got our quarterback. Boy, this makes a difference for us on the defensive side of the ball as well. And it does. You have an offense who's out there moving the chains, eating up time of possession. They got the ball five, six, seven minutes. Ah, oh, defense is on the is, is sitting on the sideline. They're not gasping. They're not reaching for their oxygen tank. You know? It's good for them. Not to mention, you know, you, you, you've got a quarterback and an offense that each and every time they take the field, you're confident they're going to put up some points. And so now that fuels your defense. All the things that Aaron Rodgers brought, 
that's no longer there. And so Nathaniel Hackett is now going to have to coach up and and train and teach a Zach Wilson who's still developing. And now Robert Sala is going to have to, like, manage a team that is much different and without Aaron Rodgers there. There's a number of guys that signed up to come here to New York and play for the Jets because Aaron Rodgers was here, and their goal was to win a Super Bowl. And that's not happening right now because this organization is, is quote-unquote, committed, wink-wink, right now to Zach Wilson. If I'm, if I'm Lazard, if I'm Cobb, if I'm Dalvin Cook, I'm not happy. Dalvin Cook could have gone to Miami. God knows they need him right now. Their running back is uh, room is, is a mess. A lot of injuries. It's mustard and nobody else. So Lazard even came out, said, I, I came here. I signed here with the, antici- with, with the anticipation that Rodgers was going to come here. Cobb obviously came here because him and what Rogers is his godfather, his son's godfather, right? So, and and I just again, I understand what the organization has to say. I I think this is going to be a, a much different year. Robert Sala having to coach differently as opposed to, um, you know, being a cheerleader. With all due respect, listen, I, I, I like Robert Saul a lot. And I'm talking about hard knocks, right? He was, he was just uh, smiles. <laughs> Look at the quarterback we got. How, how, how lucky are we? How fortunate are we? Look at our quarterback. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him throw that ball. Oh, anybody, I, right? Am I doing my best impersonation of Robert Sala on hard knocks, guys? Oh, man. You see him throw that ball? You see, oh, man. Did you hear it? Did you hear it? Did you hear it go through the air? Oh, boy. Speed, the velocity, accuracy. Oh, God. How lucky are we? There's some obscenities that are thrown in there that you can't use for radio. Yeah, I mean, this is a family show. I want to be employed tomorrow. Thanks, Joe. Well, I'm just, if you, uh, you know, for (laughs) complete accuracy sake. But 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 really, I I mean, that was really like. Oh, God. (laughs) But really, like that, you know, that that was really, and and that probably would have been a a lot of Robert Sala on the sideline this year. Oh, man, did you see that? That's he's ours, guys. Well, he'll, he's ours. He's he'll our still quarterback, say guys. That. He'll still he's say ours. that, but in the opposite way <laughs> about Zach Wilson. So, Isn't that fair? It's just it, this is this is a totally different animal, and I think one that a Robert Sala was not anticipating, and b one that Nathaniel Hackett did not sign up for. We'll see what happens tomorrow. 800-919-3776. It is Saturday afternoon, 1.30. What does that mean? Cynthia Freeland joins us next, right here on 98.7 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. 
Plus, you can send with confidence knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. As always, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network joins us each and every Saturday afternoon at 1.30. Uh, let's look back before we look forward. Unfortunately, the Giants lose to the 49ers 30-12. to At the half, you thought maybe this was going to be a game and then no. But let's give credit where credit's due. Brock Purdy, 25-37, 310 yards, uh, two touchdowns. I think really this is Kyle Shanahan doing his best job coaching. Depth of target for Brock Purdy is only five yards, so a lot of these yards are yards after the catch. Granted, a lot of weapons he's working with, but really got to tip your hat to Kyle Shanahan, right? I I, I saw that. You know, have been looking at stuff like that, and you can feel it when you're watching it too. Mm Mm-hmm. So, listen, give credit where credit's due. Like, huge shout-out to to Kyle, who, by the way, Kyle and John Lynch get an extension. They royally screw up in draft, give up the world to go get Trey Lance. But thank God, Cynthia, that Mr. Irrelevant turned out to be relevant um, because it it saved their butts. Did it not? (laughs) I mean, you know, it's funny, like, it was. It's interesting because, like, someday, like, you know, years from now, we'll read a book about, like, what was their original intent behind that trade. Mac Jones. I have a sneak. Mac yeah, Jones. I have a sneaking, sneaking suspicion it wasn't necessarily Trey. So, you know, someday we'll hear the truth, maybe. Um, but in the meantime, I think it really is a testament to the fact that, you know, they didn't hang on to it too long, which a lot of teams – they just don't – they mm-hmm. refuse to kind Admit of cut their losses. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, so I, I say think, it. you know, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I say it all the time, right? Like, you know, see the forest for the trees. Don't cut off your nose to spite your face. If you're wrong, say you're wrong. Uh, try to make it right. Sure enough, they did, and they get an extension. Not only that, they beat, again, the Giants last night, 30-12. to 12. Giants only ran the ball 11 times. I Here's the thing, Cynthia. I think the Giants just wanted to, like, get back – Right, I think they just wanted to get back to, to New York, get healthy. Here's my thing: mm-hmm. if the Giants can just finish three and three, okay, yep. I, I think they still have it and get healthy, get right, because this is a Giants team. They're better than what we've seen, right? Like, and we can sit here, yes. we can argue that the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers are two of the best three teams in the NFL, who they lost to. And they, they beat the team that they were supposed to beat. Granted, it was a huge comeback against Arizona. But I think that this is a Giants team that can get right, can get healthy, yeah. and potentially make a run. I don't know, maybe win nine games and, and you know, and pray to the, the football gods that they make it as a wild card. 
Agree or disagree? Agree. I don't think ahead of the season you were like, you know who's winning this Niners uh, Giants tilt on a Thursday night? The Giants. Like, you weren't like, obviously, when you see it, you never feel good about it. But I don't think it was like amongst the the games that we were like, this one's like, you know, an, an in the bag, right? Like, the comeback was a significantly more, you know, if they would have lost to the Cardinals, that would have been a lot more worrisome. Losing to the 49ers in, in the circumstance where you're without your biggest offensive weapon and you've had weird, some weird things happen. Like, I think that we're okay. Like I, I I'm with you. Like you can only play what your schedule has, but like, you know, like let's not overestimate like people are like, Oh, well, Washington's going to finish ahead of Washington played the Broncos. It, like the Broncos lost the rate. Like, it's not like, you know, the, these other teams are world beaters. So it's just, just a little slowing of the role, please. Uh, really quick before you move on to the Jets, uh, because like I said, it's probably the one game on the NFL slate that I'm probably most looking forward to, to to viewing on Sunday. And that is, so Christian McCaffrey now has scored 12 straight touchdowns in 12 straight games, okay? Um, so he surpassed Jerry Rice last night. I wish I would have known this, even though the juice was like minus 240, a little bit too much for my blood, but nonetheless, I truly believe, and again, you know Kyle better than most, I truly believe that they're going to go for the record. And so he's going to have to win. He He's going to have to score touchdowns in the next four games. Now, this week it's against Arizona. Done. It's probably going to be minus 330, minus 350 for him to score a touchdown. But then it's Dallas and some other difficult teams. But I do believe that Kyle's going to try to get this record. The record right now for totally. 15 straight touchdowns. O.J. Simpson back in 1974 and John Riggin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I, I do believe they're going to go for it. And I, I'm going to keep an eye out to see if there's a wager that rears its ugly head as, as we get closer to that Arizona matchup where you can wager that C-Mac is going to score in the next five straight games. I'd, I'd lay it. Wouldn't I like you? that. Yeah. I mean, I think I think you're right. Like, I think, like, I love a good, like, Kyle Shanahan moment of, like, maybe it's a little, I'm not going to use the word petty, but, like, you know, I think he likes motivation, you know, and I think that's a good motivating factor right there would be, you know, to, to let's just, let's not keep O.J. Simpson up on that, uh, on that leaderboard. Exactly, Let's right? Move him off of it. You know, and I think but I think look like you have to keep him motivated in so many ways and, and that's a good one, especially since he's been paid. So it's against it's against the Cardinals and then home against the Cowboys at yep. the Browns and then at the Minnesota Vikings. So if he scores a touchdown in those four games, he will break the record and have the most consecutive games with a touchdown and he will break that record in Minnesota. So just throwing it out there. Keep an like eye it. out for it. Wouldn't be surprised if there's a sports book that throws it out. All right, let, let's let's take a look at what's going on with the Jets and uh, in the Patriots, right? This horrible cyclone, tropical storm, whatever you want to call it. Um, it what, Adelphia or whatever. I, I, I had to pronounce it on, on Daily Wager. I, I can't believe I got it <laughs> correct. Um, is... Is is uh, is is expected to uh, wreak some havoc here uh, with the Jets, uh, the Washington Commanders, as well as the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday. Uh, there's that. There's the Bill Belichick against Zach Wilson element. There's the uh, you know poor performance from the offensome line. Um, you know, the, all all the things. 
that are, that's going to be involved here. This is this is and and we know, of course, the Patriots are zero and two. There's going to be added motivation there because we know Bill Belichick doesn't want to start zero and three because your chances of making it to the postseason are pretty much over at that point. Uh, but the Patriots are favored here, minus two and a half. The over under is thirty six. It's come down. It was thirty seven, maybe thirty seven and a half in, in a few places. I like the under in this matchup. Uh, your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, uh, this is. I was reading about that thing that you were <laughs> trying to pronounce, and it sounds to me like it has all of the elements that you just can't have. Meaning the wind, the like the soaking rain, where it like it's not just like rain; it's like you know inches and inches of rain. Mm-hmm. So I think just in general, there's two ways to look at it. Either you think, okay, it's smarter to run the football. Or you can think of it as some wonky things will happen and you'll see like that Giants and Cowboys game where you get some special teams plays that are that are impactful. Well, here's here's how I kind of read that. It's really likely that you'll see a lot of Brees Hall and Ramondre Stevenson and Dalvin Cook and whoever else is going to keep it like very much on the ground. So I think that slows the pace of the game down. So I'm more on the on the underside, but I will say Keep in mind that wonky stuff can turn into special teams situations, and both of these teams are actually pretty good at special teams. That's fair. Uh, I think I'm looking at this again, why I like the under again. Weather conditions, not good. Zach Wilson, not good. Offensive line, not good. Two very good defenses, and I think there's going to be very conservative play calling here, right? Um, to limit yep. the turnovers. So a big reason why I do like the under here. All right, uh, let's let's look big picture. Some of the other games out there, the Battle of the O2s, uh, and that's the Chargers in the Minnesota Vikings, right? So the Minnesota Vikings favorite at home at minus one. I love the over in this. It's off the board right now. I want to say it was at 51 or 52, 53 and a half, some, somewhere around there. I think Kirk Cousins has a field day against this Chargers defense. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and yeah, I, look, I, Austin Eckler is not playing. He's been ruled out. You also saw like a litany of other important people, including Joey Bosa, who ended up on the injury report. Now, they're not ruled out, but I, I don't think it's like a veteran rest situation. I think it's that something's wrong. So that would indicate, or at least to me, like suggest that they're not 100% even if they're out there. And that's a big deal because, you know, look, like it feels like, especially with the trade for Cam Akers, that the Vikings are like, you know, hitting the, hitting the, the, the button, right? Like they're like, we gotta, you know, this is our time to, to figure it out. And if not, we'll have to make some other decisions, but like, let's, let's see what we got here. And so that's why I'm kind of like, okay, so let's just, let's just give them the benefit of the doubt that, that Brian Flores is not going to play only zone defense. And that the fact that, you know, Minnesota, Minnesota has seemingly the better healthy, uh, you know, entire team, so that's that's kind of where I'm leaning. Cynthia Freeland joining us uh, from the NFL Network right here on 98.7 ESPN. So we've got some backup quarterbacks that are going to be strutting their, their stuff this week. Anthony Richardson is out for the Colts because of a concussion. Therefore, my guy, Gardner Minshew, comes in against the Baltimore Ravens. I like the Colts getting eight. I think they keep it close. And then, of course, you've got Andy Dalton, who's going to be starting for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Bryce Young is out and they're getting five and a half on the road in Seattle. What backup quarterback and spread do you trust more, Cynthia? Well, 
I mean, look, that that is a that is a tough one because I probably <laughs> the Colts are interesting because they played pretty well last week. Although I think part of that was like having to change the plan, like long, long, like list of like contingencies there. Like I think in general, I probably given all of the injuries, probably tend to the like with the spreading consideration, like maybe lean Colts. It doesn't feel good. I don't love it. It doesn't feel like something that I'm like excited about, but Zach Moss playing is a huge difference maker and he was incredibly productive and also very efficient. So I guess maybe that. I don't know. Uh, let's uh, let's fast forward to Monday night. We have not one but two Monday night football games. The latter is the Bengals going up against the Rams. The Bengals favorite at home at two and a half. The Rams have been a surprise boy. Matthew Stafford with some pretty good new toys he's playing with. Meanwhile, Stafford, that calf, this week we're kind of waiting news to see if um, the Bengals are going to put him on IR and rest up that calf. What are you hearing about the calf? And I like the Rams to win. I might even throw some money on the money line at plus 114, Cynthia. I, so here's my only problem. I liked that a lot better until I read that Puka Nakua was on the injury report. And that was a little worrisome for me because his emergence has been a really important part of this offensive resurgence. So that was like, okay, I get it. Kyron Williams is very good. Like we've got a lot of questions about the Bengals Their defense. Didn't look at like the, all of the Ravens were out last week and they could not get pressure. It felt like, so I, I, I agree with you. However, my problem is, is now you got to go to not our guy Puka's not there, like, or potentially like this one's like a very much a wait and see for me, because I feel like a lot of things to change. I feel like, you know, it didn't seem like, Jamar Chase I saw some video where he in the locker room didn't it didn't seem like he thought that Joe Burrow was playing but I don't know it's it's a tough one because this feels like it's kind of like a must-win situation for them so is that what's it's it's a this is a tricky one I don't I don't have a good answer for this one it is a tricky one again Cynthia Freeland joining us here on 98.7 ESPN so of course we've got to talk some fantasy before we let you go uh, right, and uh, as always, we like to start. We like to start with the quarterbacks. As I said, Kirk Cousins to me, I think he has a field day against the Chargers. Some other quarterbacks I like: Golf against Atlanta, Matthew Stafford against Cincinnati. Yeah. Again, hoping he has all his toys. And even I think a sneaky good play could be C.J. Stroud against Jacksonville. I had Mina Kynes on uh, on Daily Wager with me today. She's a huge fan of Sam Howe against Buffalo. Uh, any of these quarterbacks tickle your fancy, or maybe there's one I didn't mention, Cynthia? Yeah, I think I'm with you on the Stafford. If I'm going to – and plus he's, like, largely available in many season-long leagues. That's so – like, some of these other ones would be great to have. But, like, Jared Goff is actually more owned than I anticipated. I mean, I guess, you know, from last year's offense. And so, anyways, so who can you realistically get? And that's, that, is a, that is one you can get is Matthew Stafford. So I love his ability to handle what happens the down after he's pressured. Highest completion percentage for any quarterback over the f- last five years in that metric. So that's really important. So that's the one I'm leaning into. And I like Howell, but I don't know if I love Howell against the Bills defense because as much as we saw some susceptibility in the past, like Sam Howell to me still – hasn't had to face enough teams 
where there's such good safety play. So I'm just a little, even though I know it's an Andy Reid style of offense that came in there, the enemy, the whole thing. I'm, I don't know because these safeties are just such a different kind of thing that you're facing and false leverages can look so much different. I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait till a different week on that one. Let's talk about some running backs. Eckler's out. Jamal Williams is out. Kendry Miller expected to get the start there with the Saints. Justice Hill is out. Gus Edwards could get a good good amount of volume. Uh, Montgomery um, is expected not to play. Jamar Gibbs. I mean, there's a lot of options here at the running back position. Who do you like? Well, I'm, you know, it's it's interesting because I'm I'm going actually back to I think James Cook actually has a bigger game than people think. Like, do I love it because he's playing the Washington defense? No, but given all of these different injuries, like it's not like you're sitting here being able to pick from like absolutely everyone. If you can still somehow get Kyron Williams, like if if somebody has forgotten about him in your league, like please go get him. Um, But, you know, I I think if you could play a James Cook here, maybe that works well. Um, Gordy is, uh, is barking at us right now. I don't know what's his, Maybe he likes James Cook. uh, Maybe he likes James Cook. I I think he has something to say. He wants to tell us about a running back. Which one do you like, Gordy? (laughs) Oh, okay. So Gordy's pick is, like, you can probably pick up, uh, you know, the Lions replacement. I don't necessarily think that David Montgomery is going to play. So good old Craigie, get in the lineup. That's what Gordy wanted you to know. There we go. What about what about wide receivers? My mom's got a big crush on Puka. I'm not going to tell her that he might not play. It might ruin her day. Um, but, um, but who, who are you? I'm sorry. Who who are you eyeing wide receiver wise? Well, don't forget about Jordan Addison. I think a lot of people, because of Justin Jefferson, especially in fantasy, he was a lot of people's number one wide receiver off the board. And Jordan Addison's had a very good start to his season. (laughs) Gordy, he's dying over there. And, uh, you could also look at Josh Reynolds lines. Like Amon Ross St. Brown is also has appeared on the injury report. So that could be a nice replacement in what should be one of the more higher scoring games. I'm fading anything with to do with wide receivers in the storm area. So just be mindful if you have any of those pass catchers, just downgrade them just a little bit, or at least add a little bit of volatility to that because you, you don't want to be relying on them and then it all get kind of wonky later. Last but not least tight ends before we let you go, girl. Sam Laporta, I'm going back to the Lions well, but we got to – You, you know, love him. I actually – I love him. And I also think that, look, like, you can you could possibly make the case that this is the Kyle Pitts touchdown game. I understand. It's crazy. But, remember, it's indoors, helpful. And also the fact that the Lions and – the Lions are, you know, in a very susceptible defense to tight ends. Kyle Pitts doesn't get in the end zone a ton, as fantasy managers know. But this could be the this could be the time on American soil if you if you notice he did get a touchdown like in London last year. So on American soil in Michigan. You rock, my friend. Always love you. Thank you. Thank you always for having me. Sorry, Gordy. I'm gonna make sure Gordy's okay. He's got a lot of fantasy notes today. It's all good. It's all good. Cynthia Freeland joining us here on ninety eight point seven ESPN. We'll be right back. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7. ESPN. Uh, let's bring up to speed on some of the big games on that college football slate happening right now. Number two, Michigan up 17-7 against Rutgers. And uh, and they are midway through the third quarter. Florida State and Clemson uh, just starting the second half. They're in the third quarter, of course. Uh, Clemson up 17-14. Uh, this line opened up. Florida State minus two and a half. That was the side that I was on. We'll see what the second half will bring us. Also, Oklahoma up on Cincinnati, number 16, Oklahoma, 10-3. 3.30, baby, 3.30. Colorado and Oregon. Buffaloes going up against those Ducks. Biggest, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Prime, Coach Prime, his son, quarterbacking his team, 3-0 and in the Pac-12. The biggest test yet at Oregon in the line is 21 Unbelievable. I'm staying away from it. I do like the team total for Colorado, over 23.5 points. That's how I'm playing that bad boy. You got UCLA and Utah coming your way at 3.30. Ole Miss and Alabama at 3.30. Boy, you need to be at some awesome local watering hole watching this. Colorado, Oregon, as well as Ole Miss and Alabama. I think Lane Kiffin takes his old boss to town, takes him to the woodshed. Ole Miss wins outright. That's what I say is going to happen. Um... Some really Oregon State and Washington Washington State plays later on today at 7 o'clock. Ooh, this is going to be a good one. Ohio State and Notre Dame at 7.30. All these great games. Iowa, Penn State. Um, great, really, what a great slate to have on such a rainy and ugly day. Just trying to look at it glass half full, I guess. Um, we come back. Enough of my picks. Uh, we'll get Joe Wizz's. He's got his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. We'll find out uh, which way Joe Wiz is flowing. Also, again, as I opened up the show, unfortunately, my mom's in the hospital. Nothing serious. Nothing serious. Uh, But she is in the hospital. Each and every week, my mom has three plays of the week in the NFL. And I put it out there on a podcast. And you could could listen to it on on our ESPN um, platform where, where you find the show podcast and whatnot. And so this week I'm like, Mom, you're in the hospital. Let's just, we'll take this week off. We don't have to do it. You'll be fine. Like, we'll get back to it next week when you're out. And she's like, are you kidding? I've prepared. I've studied. I've got my picks. I've got to be on. The show must go on. So Mama Mimi is actually going to be joining us from her hospital bed at Baptist Hospital down there in South Florida with her three plays of the week coming your way at 2.30 this afternoon. What are you going to, I can't say no. Can't say no to mom, can you? I can't. Anyway, Anita Marks with you. Coming back, Hour 3 kicks off next right here on 98.7 ESPN.